This is Jason Widrow, your host of OnlineStrategyPodcast.com. Tonight, I am starting something a little bit different than normal. I've had a huge influx of questions on the subject of Google and how it indexes websites. And indexing If you aren't familiar with that term, basically means how how the Google search engine takes sites and puts them in specific positions and places them in certain places so that when someone types in a search phrase like, I like M&Ms or something like that, you know, what sites are going to show up. And that index is... Basically saying that you're that site that's somewhere in there in there that can be retrieved by their search engine. So if your site's indexed, it doesn't mean that it's going to show up somewhere that's easy to find. It means that it's actually somewhere in the Google directory somewhere where given the right search phrase or whatever, the site might show up or it might not. But it means it's available, in other words. So as opposed to a non-index site would mean it just basically doesn't even exist in the Google structure anywhere. So that hopefully I didn't make that more confusing than it needed to be, but just trying to clarify that. The uh, What I'm doing right now is a small series of going over the actual Google quality guidelines. These are developer quality guidelines that myself would apply to a client website or any other developer or anyone who's doing professional search engine work. So there's a lot of different quality guidelines, much of which aren't even listed because there really are so many variations and so many different things. It would just be really an endless type document. So Google has been very fair about this and made it pretty clear about the do's and don'ts. And so what I'm going to do every day in this series is go over each one of these main topics and dive into some other areas that are outside of this that could still be classified you know, under a quality guideline. So the first thing that's important to know is that Google does not take kindly to deceptive or manipulative behavior. So if, I mean, it's phrased like this, even on the, on the webmaster guidelines, basically, do you feel, would you feel comfortable explaining what you're doing to a Google employee or someone who works on the search engine team at Google? Would, you know, would it be comfortable to explain, yeah, I'm, I'm doing this as a strategy to, you know, find a loophole in your, in your search engine? Well, I, so that's one thing to kind of think about, you know, look at it like that way. But let's get down to business here. So what what I what a lot of companies tend to do and fall victim to is the idea of 
building their website for the search engine itself. And, and that would be like, you know, designing it and putting content on in such a way and describing things in such a way where there's some idea that it's being built and designed so that search engines can find it. But that being secondary to the actual purpose of the website. So it's, uh, it's almost, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of a, a hack job in a way, you know, putting the, like, for example, have you ever gone to a website that had words, you know, like, uh, let's say apples, maybe they, I'm just going to use a random idea at apples. And you've seen a paragraph that said, we sell apples of all different varieties. We grow apples and make apples and make apple pie and we sell apples to all kinds of people that love apples and we love apples. And I mean, basically it's like this overblown usage of the word apples. It's like very unpleasant and unnatural to even try to read and understand that. And it's like obvious. It's like, why? Well, you know, for someone who's not familiar with a, a tactic, attempt of a tactic like that, they're probably just reading it being like, hey, this doesn't really make a lot of sense. And another point to keep in mind is there's a lot of interesting points. You know, the Google search engine, the algorithm that's used, there's like over 200, you know, characteristics and measure metrics that are used and applied, you know, that are used to balance a website position, you know. So think of that 200 plus, right? So we could speculate into all kinds of different things beyond the things we already know about. We could speculate into grammar, punctuation, spelling, you know, uh, paragraph formatting, the, you, know, you know, the use of punctuation, in other words. So there's a lot of factors that the general person who might be building a site thinking they're going to, you know, work work the search engine somehow by some really fancy writing um it doesn't always flow that way and that's that's frowned upon so that's really the first topic for tonight and i'm not going to go on and on about this because i really kind of covered it but the whole idea is make pages primarily for users not for search engines and if, and if you also think about that in order to do that, you actually have to make a website for whatever it is, whether you're selling a product, promoting a service, uh, you know, it's a blog, or you're trying to interact with people, whatever it might be, design it for the users. Design it for your users. Make it simple. Make it easy to use. Make it, you know, user-friendly and attractive and, you know, obviously set apart some from a competitor website. Don't copy someone else's text and put it on your website. I mean, that's just like, that's one of the huge no-nos, big time, big time problems with that kind of stuff. So, and again, back to that original idea, how comfortable would you feel telling a Google employee or telling another website owner, you know, about what you're doing specifically with their content or using or doing something, you know, unusual. So be original. It's very important. Be original, be aesthetic, and be user-friendly. You know, again, designed for users. And at the same time, 
building a user-friendly website that's primarily for users also doesn't naturally doesn't deceive them or doesn't deceive the search engine when it's analyzing the content because the the purpose and nature of the site is the purpose and nature of that site so if you're selling bicycles and you repair bicycles then the site is going to be about bicycles and repairing bicycles and there might be a blog about you know tips and tricks about bicycles and in other words it's very user friendly useful information but just making a site trying to get it high ranked for some other reason maybe to promote some product that you know you know using other keywords that are popular and trying to promote something else that it's not associated to and you know these weird kind of you know uh wormy tricks just don't uh just don't cut it so Anyway, that's really about it for tonight, but just remember, keep paid, make you know, your website primarily for users, not for the search engine. But the interesting point is, is that when you make it primarily for users and you do a very intelligent job at it, you know, based on the design, based on the content, based on everything that you're putting together, it kind of naturally just becomes, you know, a a useful you know site and potentially very valuable site and a potentially you know more potential that it's going to do better in the search engine because of those factors because it gets visitors visitors naturally because it has users because other people are talking about it naturally you know on other websites someone might link back to it as a as a reference from their own site naturally right or not you know not this artificial uh, planting of data and links and things that that again you know if you listen to my podcast from last night much of this stuff is very easily trackable and traceable and it's not like you know it's it amuses me you know uh, because it it still seems such a popular tactic you know these tricks and things but anyway that's really all I have for tonight but again Take that home. Think about that. Designing your website for your users, not for the search engines. Focusing on how well you can organize your data, how well structured it can be, how simple it can be to find things. And, you know, keeping all those very basics in mind and making it just a very useful, purposeful website that serves its exact purpose for, for what it was designed for. Thank you for listening. I hope there was something useful in this dialogue that I had with the microphone tonight. I, uh, I hope it was helpful. So thanks a lot for listening, and I will catch you tomorrow.